good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening. The date today is the 27th of May, year of our Lord 2021. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III. James, we're back. I think some people thought that we were dead uh, after not releasing our Monday episode. Just weird scheduling. We knew we were going to move to one day a week. The plan was to do Sunday, but we're just like, well, we can still do Wednesday and get away with it. So we're back. Happy Thursday, everybody. Uh, the Bun and Cardigan show is back. I have an interesting little uh, tidbit for you, James. Are you excited for this? I am excited. I, I had no idea this was coming. So the lay playoffs. It on me. The playoffs have started. The NBA playoffs are are well underway. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to look at the Motown Noah All Star team and see how many players got into the playoffs this year. My guess would be zero, knowing your roster. So there are thirteen guys on the roster. What is your actual guess? I'm trying to go through the names really quick. Um, I would read them, but then it would give away you know, three. who's in the playoffs. You're going to say three. Nine. There are nine Motown Noah All-Stars that are in the playoffs this season. How uh, many of them have played? You know what's funny? That was going to be the next bit. You know who the only one who hasn't played is? Your favorite one of them all. Oh, wait, that's true. Luke Kennard, uh, yet another DNP. We'll get to the Clippers-Mavs in just a second. Touche. Luke Kennard hasn't played uh, Thomas Bryant, but it's just because he doesn't have an Achilles right now. Yeah, he's but hurt. I, but I still count him because he's on the Wizards. His team is in the playoffs. That's uh, count, yeah. So, Jeff Green, playoffs. Harry Giles, playoffs and got minutes. Uh, Luke, Dante DiVincenzo, Thomas Bryant, Dwight Powell, Nico Melli, and oh, yeah. because of a midseason trade... Chandler Hutchison is on the Washington Wizards and is in the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, join the, Motown, right. join the Motown No All-Star team. You will get into the playoffs. Uh, well, like 80% of the roster will. So I thought that that was kind of fun. That is. Uh, maybe So maybe that record you got simulating 2K isn't too far off. Maybe it emulated reality. Weird how that works. Weird how Nick can construct a really intricate roster. Uh, so last night, game two... It's Dallas versus the Clippers. And the biggest joke right now is, man, the Clippers asked for this. Like, they were purposely losing the last four or five games of the season so that they would come up against Luka and the Mavs, completely forgetting everything that happened last season despite a series win. Uh, Now the Mavs are actually healthy. Luka is better. Tim Hardaway Jr., better. Maxi Kleba, better. Kristaps Porzingis is uh, more... How do I word this delicately? Uh, available? More available, I guess, but he's a little bit more locked in sometimes. So yeah. I, I, I I wrote down some some spark notes. If you'll indulge me, I'd like to read some of them off uh, that, I, that I noticed throughout this game. The confidence of the Mavericks role players in comparison to the Clippers is so night and day, and that's a big thing that shifts this series. Because if you're the Clippers, you know you have Paul George, you know you have Kawhi, right? That's a given. Kawhi goes for 30 in the first half. Uh, I think he only missed like two shots. Paul George, I think, had like 20, 25 on like 54% shooting. But somehow, it never feels that way. It always feels as if he misses way more shots when it matters the absolute most than he makes them in that same situation. Pandemic P. It's It's not a... it's not a it's not a nickname for cutesies, right? It's and then you look outside of those two. Who am I relying on to get a bucket? I'm not being funny. Reggie Jackson is probably third. Yeah, he's high on the list. Um, yeah, they just don't have an answer for Luca. Like Kawhi gives him trouble, but when PG guards him, Luca's just too big. And well, he can get and he can get where he wants. Here's the thing: they kept doing. The Mavs kept getting the switch that they wanted. They kept getting in a pick-and-roll Patrick Beverly on Luka Doncic. And the funniest thing about that is Luka eats it up immediately. There, I don't know if there's anybody in the league who hates an individual player more than Luka hates Patrick Beverly, and for good reason, too. The Russell Westbrook quote, Pat Bev tricked y'all, is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> He's like, Pat Beverly doesn't play defense. He goes, he just runs out there and does stuff, and you guys think he plays defense. Plays hard. Yeah. Everything about that matchup, that individual one-on-one, hilarious. Uh, you even talk about Kawhi. Luka had that ridiculous trip down the floor where he starts posting Kawhi up on the right elbow. And once he realizes Kawhi's a brick wall, I'm not going anywhere, what does he do? 
he turns around and fades away from the basket a and shot just from heaven. throws up a rainbow and it doesn't touch rim. Yeah, it was and it, it was it was it was a drop from the the basketball gods just pluck. It's at that point that you think to yourself if you're the Clippers, oh, so Paul George has to get traded. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there let's talk about how much in trouble they are. Can I get through these? I'm going to get through these next few points really quick and then yeah, we're going to we'll end with that. Go ahead. There was a massive free throw disparity in the first half. I think the Mavs had literally only shot like four and the Clippers had shot like 15. It was it was insane. Then it kind of starts to tighten up a little bit and the Mavs just can't make free throws but still are just blowing the Clippers out in the second half. I know it looked close at the end. If you didn't watch the game, the final score is not indicative of how one-sided that game became at the end, except for in those last few minutes when the Clippers went on like a 15-6 to run. But uh, two more things. One, I don't believe that like half of the shots Luka puts up are actually – I don't think he believes that they're going in. Every time that – like Luka hit uh, – he, put, he put up a 28-footer – on one leg, and I do not believe for one second that he thought that that shot was going in. And it also seems, and it's, I mean, it's not a, it's not to slight him. I just think it's objectively hilarious that nothing I think he does in terms of his shot mechanics looks pretty. It also always feels like when he's pulling up from 30, there's like a, uh, in his shot. You know what I mean? Like, it just it's feels a little like little leg this... kick forward. Get a little oomph. What did you think about Anthony? Well, we'll get to the Suns game in just a second. So that's the thing about Luca. I think everything he does is really pretty, but anytime he puts up a shot, I just don't believe it's going in, and then it does. Yeah, you should the stop believing thing. that. Um, and also, we had like seven seconds lag, just so you know. I think I noticed that. I, okay, just wanted to make sure. It's okay. We'll figure it out. The last thing is, Kristaps Porzingis kept getting like Rajon Rondo or Terrence Mann switched onto him, and you know what he did every single time? What did he do every single time? He would just try to shoot over the top of him. And I'm like, you're 7'3". Yeah. You have a full 12 inches on these guys. What What are we doing? you got to put the 12 inches on them. It, it's, it helps. I, it's, it's it's unbelievable. Like, every single time, he'll 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 have his back to him for about two seconds. And then he'll be like, ah, I just, it's, this is going, it's taking too long. And then he'll just shoot over the top. He did have one pull-up from, like, 30 and it was literally just like a heat-seeking missile into the basket, and that was really cool. So, uh, Clippers are dead. I'm really happy about that. I don't think there's a least likable team in the league with least likable players, and it starts with probably Paul George and Patrick Beverly. And you're going to say the Nets, sure. I think people uh, like the Nets. Yeah, it's weird. They'll get there, though. It, give it two years, people will hate the Nets. Like, hate, hate the Nets, because, you know... Uh, what do the Clippers do after this when they inevitably lose in, like, what, five? Because I'll give the Clippers a game, probably. It's Kawhi's a free agent. I don't think he's going to leave. I think that he would rather – it's also Kawhi, and you don't – you know, who knows. But I think if I'm the Clippers, I'm probably trying to trade Paul George before anything else. Thoughts? Yeah, it could be ugly. And it could be the most Clippers situation ever. A franchise that historically – has just been ill and been second-rate in its city, second-rate viewed by NBA fans alike. Finally, they get momentum with the Lob City, still can't get over the hump. Then they're able to, in kind of like a a transitional year-and-a-half year, add Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, but they give up the house to do it. Um, And now they're down 2-0 to the Dallas Mavericks. So... Paul George obviously signed an extension. I'd be curious now if they get swept, what Paul George's value is around the league. Because it's like, skills-wise, I love PG. And, I mean, there's very few with the skill he has. But he just doesn't get it done when it matters. And I would imagine at this point, if it's not already a thing amongst league executives, they might, if this happens, they might see it as that now. So I don't know the Clippers are going to be able to recoup as much as they did or nearly as much as they did in getting him. And then, like you said, you never know what happens with Kawhi. So you could be looking at, I mean, the Clippers are going to be invested. You think they're just going to, if Kawhi leaves, they're just going to have to ride it out with PG if the trades aren't even 50% of what they gave up because they're just in, they signed Luke to a big deal. 
they Marcus it, Morris too. It could get ugly in 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 Clipperland before it got pretty. And I don't think anybody knew for certain that they that that group when they came together would win a title. I think most would anticipate that they would at least contend for a title. And as of now, in two years, they obviously lost to the Nuggets, giving blowing a 3-0 lead, and then down 2-0 to Dallas. So it could get very, very strange in Clipperland, and it could get ugly. It just depends on, again, what Kawhi does. And you don't know about locker room stuff. You don't know if guys get along. That stuff will probably come out as soon as they lose. Just guessing. I don't know if there even is any, but if it does, I'm sure immediately after they lose, it'll come out. And yeah, do you ride it out and just bite the bullet with PG and just try to be competitive, or do you just trade, catch him in for whatever you can get, and just try to rebuild and take the long haul? I just think it, it, the future does not look bright for the Clippers, and they put all their chips in the in the present, and the present looks less bright than the future well actually it doesn't 100%. look less bright but it looks very very dim i wonder how they would have looked and i don't know that i believe this but would you have rather have had shea gilgis alexander and Kawhi? i know that the whole deal with getting Kawhi was like a package deal so you got to get somebody else and shea gilgis alexander at the time wasn't going to move the needle because Kawhi leonard doesn't have a crystal ball but i wonder just in hindsight would they be better with Shea Gilgis Alexander today and Kawhi Leonard than they would be with Paul George? I'd say no. I, st- I don't really think so. Yeah, either. I mean the only real postseason activity we've seen from Shea w- wasn't pretty either. Um, That's true. So I like Shea. I think he's going to be a good player. He's also been hurt. I don't know if it's a legit hurt or a OKC's tanking hurt. I don't, I don't remember, um, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I, I just uh, they just put together a collection of players that individually can do some stuff, but they just don't look good as a team. I would say uh, just on the Shea Gilgis Alexander thing, just to bring up Al Horford again, I don't think it's entirely outside of the realm of possibility to assume that Sam Presti was just like, "Hey Shea, if even if you're not hurt, just pretend that you're hurt." Well, that's actually not true because again, Al Horford didn't even pretend that he was hurt. No, they just said he there's just, like, a difference in. Uh, what they wanted to do and what he wanted to do. Yeah. Which I still don't get how uh, it's not a fine, but all right. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, it seems it seems like uh, something's shaping up to be a little bit fishy in the NBA lottery. Maybe Adam Silver is in cahoots with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And uh, yeah. actually, Mark Tatum is the one that pulls the, the ping pong balls. So it's Mark Tatum's fault. Fire Mark Tatum. Getting in cahoots with OKC is gross. It's gross. I don't disagree. Something Something's up here. I had a dream the other night. I'm not being funny. I had a dream... And it took me three hours to realize it was a dream that we got the second pick. I was going to ask and you where are you at today and where do you think the Pistons will land? I have a different thing to tell you okay. where I'm at today. I want Jalen Green. Over Cade? No. <laughs> over the over the other guy whose name I don't want to say. Over Evan Mobley. Wow. T- today I do. Wow. 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 Only today, Laz. I'm. It, I'll go back tomorrow. I promise. But today, I just I feel it in my bones. I really want Jalen Green. Okay. Uh, uh, I just want a guy who can score fifty points a game. James, you are on vacation right now. You're enjoying that basketball for you isn't isn't as much of a job as it has been for the last six months. So you're kind of on vacation, but you were kind of dabbling with the the Lakers Suns game last night. What did you notice there? What happened to Chris Paul? Because first of all, the NBA scheduling both of those games at the same time was a travesty. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Chris Paul. What was going on? Uh, I turned it off at a point in the third. I don't remember if he had got hurt then, but I know he's been dealing with the shoulder thing. I, I just feel bad for Chris Paul. Like every time it comes playoff time, he's just always hurt, and it's always something. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, the Lakers, Anthony Davis looked good. The Lakers still, I like. I don't see them as that. I wouldn't worry about them if I was another team in the West. Um. But everybody in the West kind of looks a little eh. Like, obviously, Utah is going through yeah. stuff. Yeah. Phoenix has the Chris Paul injury. The Lakers are just weird. Um, I think Denver will be fine for what it's worth. Denver could be fine, but you wonder when it's nut crunching time, do they have enough manpower, star power, I should say? Not manpower, they got a deep team, but do they have enough star power? Dallas, what they're doing is cute, but does anybody think that Dallas gets to the Western Conference Finals? No. Uh, yes, actually, I was going to say, 
I like this Dallas team against Utah and Memphis, which would be their next matchup anyways. I don't I'm not saying they're definitively going to win. I don't I like their chances though. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, I forgot that's their path. So possibly. But that's that's the end of the road is whoever uh whoever they come up against Denver in the Western Conference Finals. That's it. I don't know if they get if it's Denver Dallas. I don't know if that's chalk to Denver. Um but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I just I don't know the West is wonky and I like it. Uh like you said, I haven't watched a ton of playoff basketball admittedly. I'm basketballed out right now and um yeah I like what I saw from the Suns in game one I liked what I saw in moments in game two um but I'm very curious to see if this is just early playoff weirdness and everything's gonna level out or are we in for uh, a a Dallas Denver Western Conference finals and Adam Silver and company are banging their head against the wall Especially when it ends up being Milwaukee and Denver in the, which actually would track because you and I agreed that that would be our favorite like basketball purist NBA finals, uh, which leads to that was before Murray got hurt. Now I don't want to. I love Ooh, Jokic, but true. I don't. That's really true. Want to see Denver? No. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, maybe they can just put some vibranium in his knee, and we can. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you knew it was coming. You knew I was going to talk about it today. James actually said that I'm allowed to talk about it today. Let me preface this. I don't know what this is. I understand that the Miami Heat Uh are a unique breed of awful right now. I know they're not very good. But do you understand the validation and the vindication that I feel from watching those frauds, those bozos, get played off the floor in Game 2? The way that we viewed Milwaukee's three-point shooting in game one was this. It wasn't sustainable. Milwaukee's going to hit more than five threes in any other game in this series. You have to take game two with a grain of salt in that same regard because Milwaukee hit 10 in the first quarter. You know how many of them were from Bryn Forbes? Shout out to Michigan State. Shout out to Lansing's final. Was it Lansing uh, uh, Everett? Oh, Sexton. Yeah, he went to school with Denzel. That's right. That's right. Lansing's. You're right. Uh, you know what I love about Bryn Forbes? What do you love about Bryn Forbes? Talk about a guy who's just about his business. Yeah. I mean, he's eviscerating Miami. A guy who sometimes will be Eric Nem actually wrote, a, which by the way, we've been saying his name, or no, it is it is Eric Name. I'm sorry, not Eric Nem. We've been saying Nem, it's Eric Name. That's what he's, that's what, how it's pronounced in his Twitter bio. Yeah, I knew that. Eric Name wrote an amazing story chronicling game two. Where Bryn was like, there are some games when you're going to get three shots, and there are some games when you're going to get 20, and this was just one of those. And he's he's not even he's not open for all of them, but he's knocking every single one down, and just by looking at his expressions, you wouldn't know that he's got 15 in two minutes. He's a shooter. But his te- and the biggest thing about this is you know who was purposely looking for him? Like, he checked out of the game, and he came back in and was like, where's Bryn? Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday puts up 11, 15, and 7 in that game and was arguably the most impactful player. You go into this Miami series and you're like, we need to not replicate what happened last season, okay? So we need to defend the three-point line, something that they did very poorly in game one. Miami shot 50 and made 40% of them. Uh, in game two, on that opposite, they just then they followed the formula again. By the time that Milwaukee had made 14 threes, Miami hadn't even attempted 10. Yeah. Okay, it's it's a barrage. It is it's a bloodbath. It's an ambush. And it was one of the best individual quarters that first quarter offensively that I've ever seen in my life, which actually went uh in the just to go back to the Mavs Clippers for a second. The 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 level of shot difficulty and subsequent making in that game and in this series is going to be insane. They both have eclipsed 70 by halftime. That's ridiculous. But watching the Bucks and the Heat play. You have to do the three-point line thing on defense, and on the on the other end, you have to keep Giannis in his offensive rhythm. With all due respect to Giannis, baby, they had Bryn Forbes that night. They had Pat Connaughton that night. We don't need you, Giannis. I'm kidding, but <laughs> the defensive impact that 80% of Milwaukee's roster has. Talk about Bobby Portis BP. putting Jimmy Butler in a suitcase. Are you kidding? You kidding me? Jimmy Butler stupidly locked in Jimmy going home and for Butler. 
is like minus 55 through two games. Yeah, Hello? Yeah, he's been bad. I, I, this is the, the happiest I've been. And the reason that I'm I'm taking it so seriously, again, I know Miami's bad, but the reason this means so much to me is because after this series, I'm petrified. I'm genuinely scared of the stress that I'm going to endure for the Brooklyn series. Yeah, you should be. You should I be. I don't know. I, I just... Because you, in the regular season, any time that they played uh, the three-headed monster in Brooklyn, only two of them were playing. Take your pick. I don't remember which ones. Like, James Harden wasn't playing in the, the last two that they played. Mm-hmm. And I think before that, it was KD. So they only had Kyrie and Harden, which they lost, by the way, in Barclays Center. So we don't totally know what Brooklyn's going to look. Now, again, because it's Brooklyn, there's a chance that for... 50%, 25%, 80% of the series, one of them could be out. Like, there's a real possibility that that, that happens. Yeah, for sure. But even if they're not, I like Drew on Kyrie. I like Chris on James Harden. I like Giannis on Kevin Durant. I feel really good about that. I don't feel as good about, like, Bobby Portis on Kevin Durant, though. Yeah, no, I... I mean, obviously, it's on paper. You look at those matchups and you're like, oh, that's about as good as it can go to guard the Brooklyn Nets' three-headed monster. At the end of the day, you have to roll the ball out, and it's the game isn't played on paper, and it's just tough to stop those guys. But mm-hmm. Milwaukee has the exact defensive players you want to guard, like I said, those three players. They have enough shooting to either – withstand um, big blows from Brooklyn. They have enough shooting to, to get back into games. Um, it's it's all going to come down, and it's very elementary. It's going to come down to defense for Milwaukee. Can they stop Brooklyn from hanging up 120, 125, 130? Uh, because I'm fairly confident Milwaukee will have no issue putting up. They have the highest scoring offense in NBA history. Yeah. So, so it's – it's going to come down to the defensive end of the ball, um, of the floor. And as much as Milwaukee has attempted to rectify its wrongs and its its bugaboos, is, is bugaboos the right word? Yeah, yeah, sure. They've added a guy in Drew who now makes individual matchups in probably their biggest series. They get past Brooklyn, in my opinion. Rap. I think it's they're in the finals. Rap. It's a well, and we agreed on this before. Philly looks whoever good comes though, out of the, but yeah, whoever comes out of the East is winning the finals. I yeah, I still stand by that, and I feel even yeah. more confident about it after uh, this. The first what is it? Three days of playoff basketball. Sure. Four days. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, here's my favorite thing about this Heat. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Disintegration, for lack of a better word. Game one. Trevor Reza plays forty minutes. It's a problem. Hilarious. Pistons game legend. Two, game two, another Pistons legend, Dwayne Dedman, for the first quarter, is like the only guy, not to quote Bill Simmons, but doing stuff. Yes. Because that's the analysis you're going to get from Simmons on both ends of the floor. Like, when I tweeted this. If you're relying on Dwayne Dedman to be your spark on both ends of the floor in a playoff game, what what are we doing here? And I, 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 I'm going to tell on myself a little bit. I didn't know... That Dwayne Dedman could stretch. You didn't know he that? Hit a th- I didn't know that. Yeah. He he hit a three like two seconds after he checked in, and I was like, oh? I was like, that wasn't even a – like a no one even tossed him a grenade. Like he just – bless you, James. Thank you. Bless you, James. Thank you. He just like – he put it up, and I was like, oh, I didn't know Dwayne Dedman could do that. Wow. I just never saw him do that for the Kings, I guess, or Atlanta, because – well, he hated Atlanta. Uh so that was funny. I'm excited. What's game three? Are we going to get Udonis Haslam for 25 minutes? Are we going to bring <laughs> Eric Dam- Eric Dampier back into the league or something? Just inexplicably put him in for 30 minutes? Like, Wong I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm so excited to see how Eric Spolstra outdumbs himself. And this reset that people are doing on heat culture is it's beautiful. I mean, it's it's poetry. It's art. Synonyms. Everything about this is everything that I could have possibly wanted. Minus Dante DiVincenzo hitting the side of a, the backboard on a three and 
just overall kind of sucking. I haven't loved that. Yeah, he's been pretty eh all year. Except for uh, when Monty McNair almost traded for him in yeah. the Bogdanovich thing. Yeah. And everyone's like, wow, imagine if the Bucks had Bogdanovich right well, now. Well, I meant calendar year, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I'm actually I'm, – I'm very con- – I'm perfectly content with where the Bucks are at right now. I actually don't need Bogdan Bogdanovich. I'm good. Hey! Uh, uh, don't be that crazy. You'd rather have Bogdan than DiVincenzo. But you're – Well, well, maybe. Because they kept DJ Wilson because of that trade. Okay, the trade was Dante DiVincenzo, Ersan Ilyasova, and DJ Wilson for Bogdan Bogdanovich. Well, they, because, well the, trade, hold on. the trade didn't happen because of uh, tampering. Because Woj is an idiot. So let me, uh, hold on. I didn't say that. Hold on. No, I'm saying it. James isn't saying it. I'm saying it. Woj is an idiot. But hold He's on. He's a smart this guy. Is, hold on. Oh, I get what you're saying. He's a, yeah, it was a calculated move by Woj. That doesn't... Anyways, no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm saying Woj is a smart guy. Because we get to that point where those three players are still in Milwaukee, DJ Wilson was later used as a piece in the P.J. Tucker trade. And I'd rather have P.J. Tucker. Boom. I mean... Chess! I, I guess. This is your fandom. Your Milwaukee Bucks fandom. I'm going to let you... Yes. Ri- I'd rather have... Another scorer, but that's just me. PJ Tucker from the corner. Hello, it's Cash. That's what that's what he does. It's what he does. It's, it's what he does. No, I mean he's a good player and he's good to have, especially for playoff situations. But I'd put PJ Tucker on Blake. There we go. Yeah, I would imagine they get matched up. That's free. That's <laughs> free. Also, Chris Middleton, uh, just committing war crimes on Duncan Robinson. Talk about a guy who, like, if I'm Miami, let's use the, the Clippers theory that I was talking about. If I'm Miami, who can I rely, rely on for a bucket? Bam Adebayo, Bam Adebayo, crickets. I know Duncan Robinson's good for like three threes a game. Yeah, for uh, sure. I would put Dunk. I would, I would, I would put Duncan in there before you put crickets right now. And then after that, it's like, um, well, playoff Dragic, he was good in game one, but man, it. Folks, it feels so good. Jeremy Grant, two first place votes for most improved. I'm going to be honest; it's two more than I thought he was going to get. Yeah, I'm happy with the runner up. That's all I, you know, that's all we could expect at this point. I, I imagine that if somebody else did get first place votes, it was him. It would be him. I did not vote, as you guys, as the listeners know. Um, Are you allowed to disclose who in Detroit had a vote or no? Actually, it's public. I think so Omar yes, tweeted he had a vote. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Okay, good for Amari. I would trust he gave him first then. Probably not. Yeah, I don't actually, know. But... Maybe. I would be. So, I, w- I would be curious to know. I don't think it's out call there. Call him. Call. Do the Julio Jones. Call Amari right now. Don't Wait, tell he him. Might have, I thought he tweeted his. I'm messing with. You. I was gonna say I would. I would call him, but I. Uh, I think he tweeted his ballot. Okay, I'm gonna try to find the tweet, and I'm gonna riff about something really All quick. Right, go ahead. Okay. I don't know how you feel about this, James. Our listeners at home, I don't know how you guys feel about this. It seems like there's not a lot of discourse over it, but if there are people talking about it, they're very passionately on one side. Sixth man of the year was Derrick Rose, Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles. Wow, Joe Ingles, one of the highest true shooting percentages in NBA history. Wow, Derrick Rose has been really good for the last three years and has shocked nobody. Uh, but Jordan Clarkson is just 20 a game. It's a, That's a free 20 a game off the bench. And he does... He, it was going to be Jordan. We always knew it was going to be Jordan Clarkson. My issue, you cannot have two sixth candidates on the same team. Well, the Clippers had it last year with Montrez and Lou Williams. It was stupid then. Eh, I don't know how I feel about that. I see what you're saying. They they made me need to change the name of the award then to bench player of the year. But I think sure. sixth man sounds prettier than bench man of the Agreed. year. So that's Agreed. why they don't. Because it's technically, I mean, yeah, you can't have two six men. Um, yeah, Jordan was the lock. We could have told you that two months ago. Yep. Um, so just two years in a row, a former Laker won most improved. Julius Randle and Brandon Ingram. And now Jordan Clarkson wins sixth man of the year. Yeah. Shout out to Mitch Kupchak. 
that's kind of awesome. Did did Omari tweet it? Yeah, he he voted Randall. He tweeted he voted Randall. Hmm. I'm really bummed that he did because that would have been really funny. What do you feel? What do you think about the whole Julio Jones thing? What are your thoughts on that? Um, for those who don't know, for some reason, if Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones live on the air on Undisputed, didn't disclose that he was live until like the last ten seconds of the phone call, and was basically like, "What's going on? Do you want to leave the Falcons?" And Julio like definitely didn't realize he was on live TV. Yeah, I wonder about that. Um. He was pretty clean with his language, which surprised me. I feel like most, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's fishy. I think Fox is such a big network that they know the ramifications of somebody doing that without them knowing. Yeah. um, That, to me, it was staged. Okay. Do you have a problem with it, then? It's corny, but... Okay, that's kind of what I was asking. It's definitely a ratings ratings grab, an attention grab. And if Julio agreed to do it like that, I mean, that's that's corny by him, too, but... People ate it up. It worked. Yeah, I can't imagine that that wasn't um, pre-discussed prior to it happening. There's just, yeah, they people could get sued for that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw the tweet that I had about the Bleacher Report article. Uh, I don't think, I don't know, Just keep talking and maybe. So... They came out with a list of one free agent that every team should chase this year. The Devontae Graham thing? And Bleach Report said Devontae Graham. And I read their rationale, and I get what they were saying, but I was like, you have to realize that Detroit doesn't need a guy who puts up 11 threes and makes three of them <laughs> next to Killian Hayes, a guy who will probably do the same. I'm good, actually. I want, again, Jalen Green, bring it back to that, a guy who can do anything – at like two and a half levels. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the Devonte Graham fit. I mean, again, it all depends on money. If you can get Devonte Graham for six million, you can get him for a, maybe. No, I'm good still. I and this is look, listen. I mean, you can I'm the, yes, I'm the wrong person to be ask or talking about this. I think both of us are actually because we've been noted Devonte Graham slanderers, but uh, which is weird because I loved him in college. I just don't like him in the NBA. I, so, I don't mind Devontae. I, don't, I, I wouldn't want him on my – I'd want him off my bench. Yeah, I'd want him – if I'm trying to win, I would want him off my bench. Okay, I actually think I could agree with that. Um, I like – I guess maybe what it is is if I'm a, if I'm somebody watching Devontae Graham, I, I want to admire him from afar, like how a lot of people view Kobe White. I like watching Kobe White play, but if he's on my, on my basketball team, I might get kind of pissed. I think that's a fair – yeah, I think that's that's fair. Those two are – comparable in a sense yeah i also this is another thing i tweeted last night i'm curious to get your thoughts here i would love to give them to you thank you james that's what this show is all about (laughs) tim hardaway jr is as valuable to luca's success as miles bridges is to Lamelo's. abstract comparison but think about it in principle i mean he yeah i guess like Luca needs somebody who can space the floor. Tim Hardaway spaces the floor. Uh, Lamelo yep. likes to throw passes. Miles likes to finish shots. So, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, one team is in the playoffs. Yeah. One team's not. So okay, well, one of them was halfway in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, if she was cute, she'd look good. Is is water wet? Are you one of those people who's like, well, water's not wet? Not water's wet. Thank. Goodness. Okay. Did I ever tell you about uh, my waters? Did I ever tell you? You know the rapper Mano? Have you ever, yes. have you ever heard of him? He's, he's had yes. some like, I, it's not my cup of tea, but in high school or college, I tweeted, why does anybody listen to Mano? Or something like that. I don't remember. It was just some random thing. I think his, a song was on and I was just like, this is trash. Like, why does anybody listen to Mano? <laughs> he, reply, he replied to it and said, why is water wet? Uh, and it was just shocking because I was like in high school or college, yeah. one of the two. I wasn't like I wasn't verified or I had like two thousand followers, if that. Not even that. Do I had to know, have less than a thousand. Do you know about my when Damian Lillard replied to me? I don't think so. Yeah, this was so. This was two thousand and fourteen. I was in, I think, my sophomore year of high school. Okay, 
Dane was doing a Q&A, and this was, okay, so it was the the offseason after he hit the shot on the Rockets in Game 6. Okay. Okay, remember this? Yep. Just to give you a sort of where we were on Dame, we kind of knew he was here yeah. sort of a thing, right? He was. He, we kind of knew he was like that. You said something crazy, didn't you? No. Kind of. So he was doing a Q&A, and I asked him, I said, you got kick? Now, if you don't remember what kick was, it was a messenger app that you just used oh, to talk yeah. to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that in a long it, time. And people would just like that's you, instead of texting, people would just use Kick. Yeah. Now I think it's used for like shadier things. I don't. I'm not 12, so I don't use Kick anymore. <laughs> but I asked him if he had Kick, and he said no, and that was it. And everybody just thought it was like people were like, "You just asked Damian Lillard if he has Kick." And he re- and he uh, actually replied to it. Yeah, he actually he repl- the tweet is still it? there. It was well because the quote oh, tweeting was it then. worked it well it worked differently at the time. I'll send you the tweet. You had and to say like RT. Yeah, and like the whole tweet yeah. would be there, and then it would just be at the end of it, yeah. sort of a it was thing. Gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so cluttered and just disgusting. Yeah. And I have a fr- like, I, I know somebody that still retweets like that, quote tweets like that, Ugh, by choice, gross. unless they have like a are they flip phone? Are they over thirty five? No. Oh man, they're younger That's than me. Too bad. That's too bad. Uh, I've been looking at the, the the tankathon standings a lot less recently. It was also really nice once all those tiebreakers came out. First of all, I forgot that they just do a coin flip. Yeah, that's hilarious. Why don't they just use regular season matchups? Be like, hey, this they played three times. This team won twice. This team won once. They get the pick. Yeah, I don't know because you got to factor in. I don't know. Everybody plays every. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't know if I know that answer. I mean, there are sometimes when if it's an if it's opposing uh, conferences, you might only play twice, and you could split. So, like then, sure, a coin toss. I get. I guess I was gonna say just go by record, but that's why we're doing the tiebreaker in the first place. So, yeah. I guess it's it's funny. Maybe they should televise it. I'd watch that. I'd watch a coin flip. That would be hot. That would be. You could do it like halftime of a playoff game. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, I did a sim. I was gonna say, do you want me to do three really quick just to see what? What type of temperature tankathon is on? Which what was your sim though? This was the first one. I just opened the app. We got one. You have so tankathon has an app. Well, not. I'm sorry, not the app. Just the website oh, on my okay. phone. Minnesota has two. You think Jalen Green, and then they just trade D'Angelo Russell or something? Um, hold on. What did you? The Pistons got one. Yeah, so I'm just skipping it. Minnesota has but I'm two. Like, they have two, which is weird. That might be a glitch. How do they have two? I'm looking at it right now, and they have. What do you mean it's a glitch? They're allowed to pick second. I'm sorry. I thought you meant they have two picks. No, my apologies. They are picking second. Okay. Jalen Suggs. Probably. Probably Jalen Suggs. Okay. Uh, second sim. We got it again. I'm not. I don't know, James. I don't know if you can see this. Yep, you can yep. see it now. We got it again. I did one. Oklahoma and they got City fifth. goes two. You got fifth. Uh, we'll do a third one. Golden State jumps 13 spots. And is first. Can you imagine? Well, they would actually no. They would draft Kate. Do you imagine they would the conspiracies? Amend, oh, they would amend the Lamelo blunder so quick. I was going to say, imagine if they could trade that pick. No, 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, Golden State would pick Kate Cunningham. Uh, I mean, what if? What if? Well, no. what, what if you can get Paul George? I was going to say that. I was going to say, wait a minute. What if you could get Paul George? Depends uh, on what you're – I still am in the camp of the Warriors need to think about the future. You can't You can't rely on Clay being healthy. You got about four more years of this. If you're lucky. Cade Cunningham or – what are we talking about? Cade Cunningham. Absolutely. So Detroit I – mean, I don't know. Falls to sixth. Uh, Toronto jumps five in his second. Um, they wouldn't take Mobley. Toronto, Toronto would, would. No, I think they'd take Suggs because Kyle Lowry's going to leave. Yeah, but they have FVV. And what you want, Malachi Flynn as your backup point guard who's forever? Their, who's their big? Chris Boucher and Pascal Siakam. Evan Mobley. People are. I don't. I don't feel like I always rag on Toronto. Toronto wins Sixers. I love your city. You hate them. Your city is my favorite city, tied with Portland in North America. Mm. Love it. I don't get the Chris Boucher hype. 
I, 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 you don't got to convince me. I just me. don't I like. I, I'm indifferent. There are I'm people who talk about him like he's, um, like next. I'm like, I just see him as a bench player. Sure. On a good um, team, starter on a bad team, which Toronto was. So you're gonna say Mobley, which this is this your opinion matters here, not mine. So you're gonna say Mobley. So Caden Mobley are off the board. OKC's third. My opinion doesn't matter more than yours. No, I'm asking uh, you these about this though, so that's why it matters. OKC's third probably Suggs. So it went Cade Mobley. I think they yeah. go Green. Jalen Green. Okay, Indiana's fourth. Suggs. Uh, Houston was fifth, which conveys to Oklahoma City. Again, Kaminga. so Oklahoma City has two top five picks. So Kaminga's Kaminga gone. Kaminga and, and Green, buddy. That'd be. Woo! I mean, it'd woo. be the G League Ignite with Shea. Woo. Oh, wow. Wait, you're right. <laughs> is Kyle Singler still there? Probably Kyle Singler, too. <laughs> uh, Detroit is sixth. James Booknight, welcome to the team. Yeah. Or Keon Johnson. James Booknight, welcome to the team. How sure are you of, uh, if if we picked if the lottery happened today? What, how much money would you put on us picking James Booknight? Because this is going to tell Pistons fans a lot. Uh, zero. He winked at me, folks. No, I didn't. Zero. No, he didn't actually. Zero. I I don't. I, I again. I've, You're awfully smiley for for saying zero dollars. <laughs> what do you know? I don't know anything. I know that they like him. That's it. I don't know if they like him enough to take him at five or six. I know that they like him. And that's all I I've been trying to you say right now. No, I know that they like. All right. Him. What is the most amount of money that you would put on a on the Pistons drafting a player at a certain position that isn't the first pick? Like if we if we pick two, are you putting more money on Green or a Mobley? I would put if you got, if the Pistons pick three, I would put a thousand dollars that Jalen Green's a pick. It also, I guess, there's also context that would be needed. You know, like who's in front of us. If Cade and Mobley are gone and the pick is third, yeah. I would put a thousand dollars on Jalen Green. You see, I think it was Yahoo Sports did a mock and they put. Jalen Green is number one. Yeah, I saw that. Which, which, and we picked second, which just gave us Cade, and I was that's like, a, okay, that's a, this is we we're gonna be doing mock drafts all summer. Let's spice it up. <laughs> that's what that was. <laughs> oh, Cade's man. not going. To. Um, no. Uh, we'll do one more just to make you flex a little bit. Oklahoma City. <coughs> excuse Are me. you still sick? It's number one. Yeah, dude. Oklahoma City. It's been like a week and a half. I know that's it's not good. No, Oklahoma City gets number one. Cade Cunningham. Uh, Toronto's two. There's you're gonna say they're gonna take Mobley again, and there's Detroit at three. James, one thousand dollars on the line, and you say I could see Toronto maybe going Jalen Green. What changed? Fred play the one. Jalen play the two. You have Gary Trent, Pascal. If they pay Gary Trent, if they pay Gary Trent. Wait, wait. Why don't we pay Gary Trent? Because he's restricted. But why don't we try? They can't. Maybe they. Oh my God! Maybe they try. Whoa! 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 Gary Trent's going to Detroit. Don't do that. That's going to be all over. Uh, it's going to be on Legion Whoa. of Hoops. Yeah, they have been blocked because I called them out for doing fake giveaways. Sort. <laughs> What do they say they're going to give away something and it's not real and they don't give it to? They never do Did it. Did you win? Like, and how do you so, know that? Did you win one? No. How do you know that they don't just, actually do it? Well, they they blocked me, so that's how I know. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like the Pistons are are heavily going after Gary Trent, uh, Jr. In parentheses, the Bun X Cardigan. The Bun X, yeah, HT, HT, by the Bun and Cardigan show. What does HT mean uh, again? I don't remember. I looked at this up like two weeks ago, and I always forget what it means. Hey, are you paying Frank Jackson or, or uh, I almost said Gary Harris, Gary Trent? Well, it's a two different prices. Yeah. Am I, am I trying? To, I mean, what? Yes, what, the answer is what yes. What pick did I get? Four. Gary Trent. So four and below, or four and what, higher? Because then I, if you get six. one through four, I think you're trying to, I think you're you're ready to go. If you get after four, I think you might need to write out one more year. Or write out another <laughs> check. I mean, Gary would fit. He would fit. Woo! Uh, uh, yeah. 
I'm off the Josh Hart thing. Sorry, Mr. Hollinger. I want Gary Trent. Would you rather have Gary Trent? All right, here's one. I mean, I think I know this answer, but it's just a stupid question. I'm going to ask it anyway. Would you rather have Gary Trent or Luke come back? I would rather have Gary Trent just because I want – I would rather Luke just be on a team that's – That's good. He is. Right. I would – I just – well, well – I really like the idea of him playing with Kawhi and Paul George. That makes me smile. But it would make me smile more if he got to actually play. <laughs> so, And it's like, well, if you want him to be on a good team, you're also the guy that said Detroit is going to be good next year or in two years. Touche. Touche. If he wants to come back, sure. But no, I, I just for the sake of having a new toy, give me Gary Trent. Be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I and like this- Gary Trent. He is restricted. Not that I needed to look it up, but I just needed to be sure. And I don't think Toronto... Well, they they couldn't have offered him an extension for the same reasons that we couldn't have offered Hamadou an extension. Right. Wait. Oh, 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 wait. Does it have to be one of them? Yeah, you're not... It you, does. You can't pay both those guys. You're not... Give me Gary Trent! This is a shocking, no, this is a shocking revelation. No, I think I would actually rather have Hamadou Diallo. Really? No, I wouldn't. I'm lying. You'd rather have Gary Trent. Yeah, because I, I believe. Hold on, okay, I'm gonna let you, everybody in on a little secret. What is your secret? I know, I know. James is gonna be really mad at this because he really likes this Diallo oh guy. Oh my gosh! And he, he, I don't know what's going on, but every other week we got a new. Wow, Diallo, impressed. You, I, and I didn't of the do franchise it. Piece. I didn't do it. You brought it up. <laughs> no, you. I think. But that's t- that's tough. Wings win championships. Gary Trent is that. So is Hamadou Diallo. Gary Trent is not going to be the reason he won a championship. But, yeah. Can we say that about Hamadou Diallo? Right now, no. Can't say it Ooh. about e- Ooh, there's a little. So you don't think we'll get there with Gary Trent. But there's a. there's a See? No, there no, it is again. There is a subtlety to the way you talk about this man. I'm responding to you saying wings win championships as if Gary Trent inserting into your wing lineup is going to change the fortunes of your franchise. Hmm. Hmm. In due time. Never know. Gary Trent, you heard it here first. The The bun wants, wants GTJ. Ah, you got me excited. You said you heard it here first. I was like, are we about to get a scoop? Has James been waiting to let this one fly? You want a scoop? Give me a scoop, James. I got a scoop. I was going to wait, but I'll do it right now. Whoa, whoa. Everybody be quiet. Everybody be quiet. Per sources. Okay, okay. I'm listening. The Detroit Pistons are interested in. Who are they interested in? Getting the number one pick. Ah, I knew it was going to be something stupid. Now. If if Troy's clip is always empty, uh, how many rounds are in the magazine this offseason? I told you. I don't think they are very active this offseason. No, I know. I know. If he's at the fr- – I just wanted to use the analogy. If he's at the front of the roller coaster and his hands are always <laughs> up, how many cars are on the roller coaster? One. Just It's just it's him. It's just him. Hands up. It's just Troy. Yeah. He he rented out the amusement park and he's just there by himself, <laughs> and he's just it's just all vibes. Maybe he's got it's a, a two seater, so he and Cade. Can. The roller coaster analogy was the he's had a lot of great ones this year. The roller coaster one was the best one to me. That was better than the clip. That was better than this team can restore. We can restore this team can't. Yeah, the, it yeah. was just random. Oh. Like and I just pictured Troy at the front of a. Uh, roller coaster with his hands up, smiling. <laughs> this is Listen, funny. these quotes always read super well, like super well. Because I always imagine a super testosterone-driven person, like like the way that Dan Campbell speaks for the Lions. That's how I imagine Troy Weaver says this stuff. But how he actually says it is, my clip's always empty. Yeah, there's I'm not at the, the front st- of the roller coaster. There's not the same energy. That's it. Yeah, it's not the same energy. It's more su- they, seriousness. T- yeah, that's why they read really well. But if I heard them in the moment, I probably wouldn't think anything of it. Yeah. Yeah. Until. No, his quotes are so good that you definitely 
You definitely react. I mean, to say sure. my clip's always empty and this team can restore, these other teams can't. Like, it's it's definitely like, oh, shit. Okay, we here. Yeah. We here yeah. here. Is it, do you guys like kind of do you guys kind of chuckle when he says stuff like that? I think I've asked this. I before. mean, I smile on this. We're on Zoom, so it's not like well, right. a, yeah. I mean, I think most of us laugh, yeah. I'd probably get kicked I don't, off. We don't things. laugh like it's we laugh because of the shockingness of it. Yeah. Not the sh- not that yeah, it's like sure. shocking, it's just you don't hear people in that position talk normal without a sure. without a they're always very reserved. He is not that, ex- and you, you appreciate that as somebody who covers him and this team. How excited are you for, and I love Dwayne Casey. Next season? A lot. I'm not excited at all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I love Dwayne Casey. Like, he's one of my favorite Pistons coaches I've ever been alive for. One of them. We haven't even won anything yet, by the way. Uh, well, you guys haven't won a- anything alive since you've been alive. We won a championship. Yeah, but you were, but, like, still eating uh, yeah, smush no, peas and pooping yourself. I, I wasn't eating peas. I, I don't eat vegetables. Uh, but, I love him. But how excited are you to cover Chauncey in five years? How excited are you to get quotes from him? Because he'll be a seasoned coach in his experience level by then. Uh, Coaching a great Clippers team, by the way. Really great Clippers team. A lot of great experience and memories there. Uh, I'm not really excited, no. And I don't think it happens. I'm not sure it happens. And I don't think he's a great quote. Like I don't think he'll be a great quote. It's always just negative. negative How is it negative? negative? James, say something nice about Chauncey. He was the best basketball player on a championship team. Okay. That works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm cool with that one. Uh, least likable player in the NBA. Right now or of all time? Right now. It's Patrick Beverly. Nah, not for me. But I, I, I understand that. Um, ooh. That's a great question. Who is my? Because people who are like I hate people watching? are like people are like LeBron, and I'm like no, no. Who do I hate? Who does who does James hate watching? I'm trying to name off some teams. Just randomly name off teams. Portland, Boston, Charlotte. You like you like Gordon Hayward? Nah, I mean I don't do, I don't hate him. Uh, what about Russell Westbrook? You don't. Yeah. Oh, you don't like Kyrie? No, it's Russ. You don't like Kyrie? It's Russ. I, I respect Russ. I know he he's a competitor. He gets the most out of guys. X Y Z. I I just can't watch. I can't. My least favorite type of player are guys who can't do something well and continue to do what they can't do well. And Russ, until he's done, will continue just to shoot pull up eighteen footers. I've watched him. My first ever time in Oklahoma City. I think it was my first season on the beat, maybe second, but I think it was the first. OKC smashing the Pistons by 18 at half. 16, 18, 14, something like that. Smash, just domination. And then Russ just comes out in the second half, shoots a bunch of pull-up jumpers, clank, 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 clank. Pistons win the game. And I just, I just, if Russ just did what he's great at more, I wouldn't mind watching him, but I just, the irrational confidence only goes so far as a as a viewer. I'm really surprised you didn't say Kyrie. I just think Kyrie's corny. I don't just I don't he's probably a nice guy. I just think his he's a little corny. Okay. Uh here's the thing. You talk about clank, clank, clank. I'm watching Paul George last night, and in a pretty big moment, if this shot goes in, we got a game. Paul George steps back from like twenty seven feet. And the rims in the staples center are unusually loud. Not Dallas. And it was loud, the f- but yeah. It was the funniest thing in the world to watch Paul George step back from 27 feet and gets front iron, and you just hear, don't. <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious. James, what are your, what's your album? I'm surprised we got 54 minutes out of today. Oh, so every hoodie's been sent out. Um, Shout out to, let me get your. Nato Jacobs, or Nato, not Nato yeah, Jacobs. Yeah, Nato shout Jacobs. Shout out to, I hand delivered to him. Nice young man, gentleman. I think we might even be – I'm not sure of his age, but we might be close in age. Shout out to him. Um, every hoodie has been delivered as of an hour ago. and Or, I'm sorry, every hoodie has been sent. 
we're so do you just want to do our one episode a week whenever we can either monday or thursday or do we make it thursday we'll try to make it the day that we'll try to make it thursdays we'll try to do thursdays also and if you're listening to this and you'd rather have it mondays let us know let us know how your schedule works ladies and gentlemen also we should probably lock down a date for the motown noah awards james uh i wanted to wait until i knew everybody got their hoodie that's right. We talked about that. We already talked about so that. So however, can maybe do it not next, next, not next pod, the pod after that. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you were a part of the the first wave of hoodies that we sent out, okay, those first twenty. No, everybody's you in. You have. Oh, is it everybody? Yeah. Sure, we'll make it'll it be twenty five people. If you would like to have a ticket to the Motown Noah uh, Award Show, the Motown Noah Awards. All you have to do is send us your email on the Bonnie Cardigan Twitter, and you've already purchased the hoodie, and I'll send you a Zoom link when it's time. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll either do that or we'll go through the Bonnie Cardigan DMs individually and put the link in there, just because everybody who bought a hoodie is in the DM. That might be easier. True, true. Alrighty, James. Um, what's your uh, what's your your award? Not your award. Your album. <sighs> I know I picked this last week, but it hadn't come out yet. Makami, Pray for Haiti, Fire. Favorite song, Maria. Or Marie. Mm. Okay. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. If you made it this You're far, not going to pick genuinely. one. Uh, I picked it last week. It hadn't come out yet. 21 Pilots, Scaled and Icy. Uh, I, I just, I, I'm going to... Your sister listens to this show, no, she and she's going to be... She's going to be really mad that you said that because 21 Pilots, she, you said she likes 21 Pilots. Last I knew she did. Yeah, that was when she was in high school. So I don't know if that still, still mm. tracks. I'll ask her. When, when are you going to come see her so that you and I can hang out? Um, Was going to be this week. And then James had a uh, a major car issue that had to get resolved. That's right. That he's still bummed out about. So uh, sometime this summer. Yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah, you just didn't tell me that you were going to be coming this week. Well, I was until I wasn't. I would have told you if which I was, was coming. Which was when? When were you not? Um, as of Saturday. And you just didn't say anything. I'd made the decision to go on Friday. My car told oh, okay. me no. It was that going. soon. It was that yeah. soon. Okay. All right. Then I'm not mad about it. That's okay. I'll be in Michigan for my birthday, so I'll just I'll come to Detroit. Hey. We'll have a. We'll hang out at. Uh, we'll go to Nojo together. Go to Sweetwater. I don't know do if Sweetwater is uh, open. The... I've been driving past. <sighs> I haven't seen anybody going in and out. They had a uh, a Sweetwater food truck though. We'll figure some out. Yeah, when you get here, we'll turn we'll we'll uh, we'll turn the city upside down. It's a nine now. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, if you made it this far, genuinely, thank you very very much for listening. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars, leave a review, and Nick, if you're feeling generous, play the whole beat with the intro from start to finish. All right. Okay. I'll do that. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. We will catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Do you read me, Hal? Affirmative, Dave. I read you. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. What are you talking about? This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it.